Hello and welcome to Talk Strategy to Me, a podcast where I dive in and dissect strategy and what it means for your business in bite-sized chunks so that way you aren't getting even more overwhelmed by everything when it comes to social media, email and content marketing. Are you ready? Let's start talking about content and creating an epic content strategy for your business. So when we're thinking about content strategy, what we want to really think about is the platforms in which we want to show up on and the content that we want to be creating. So if you aren't aware of the platforms that you want to be on, this is the first thing that you need to do. You need to work out where you want to show up. Do you want to be on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok? Figure out where you want to be showing up and how you want to be showing up. And not only in terms of social media, but think about it as well for email marketing. Are you only going to send emails or do you potentially want to look at SMS marketing as well? And if that's the case, to my knowledge at the moment, it's only Clavea that offers this option, but I can definitely have a bit of a look and see if that's something that you guys are interested in me talking about. I, to be honest, have not dived into this at all. And then when we start looking at content marketing, do you have a blog? Are you uploading video content to YouTube? And then are you embedding that on your website? Do you have a podcast that you're then putting the episodes onto your blog as well? So think about all the types of and opportunities for SEO purposes that could be there within reach that you may even not be using yet. So content strategy isn't just social media. It is basically thinking about in terms of what platforms you want to be showing up on and the type of content we want to be generating for those platforms. So one of the things that I love doing for my clients is I love asking them, what platform do you love most? And I love getting them to pop them in to an order. So tell me what your first preference is and what number 10 is. Because if I know where you love showing up, then I can make sure that the strategy that I create for your business meets your needs. Have a think, sit down and work out where and how do you want to show up? That is honestly your biggest action step for today. If you already know the platforms that you want to be on and where you want to show up on, then continue listening. Either way, continue listening, let's be honest. (laughs) So once we figured out the platforms that you want to show up on, we need to dive a little bit back into our audience strategy and work out the platforms where our audience are currently living and where they are engaging. If you have a like, oh my God, Carly, audience, wait, what? Go back and listen to last week's episode where we started talking about audience strategy. So that will explain a little bit more. But what we want to do is we want to think about it from the perspective of where our ideal audience are hanging out. And so you might love Instagram, but are your ideal audience hanging out over on the gram or are they hanging out on TikTok? So it's really, really important to make sure that you're not just showing up on a space that isn't going to be generating and creating conversions for you. Because at the end of the day, what we want to do is we want to be utilizing the spaces where we show up and really making sure that we are using them to the best of our ability. 
We want to be using these spaces in a thoughtful and consistent and authentic manner. And if we don't do that, then what's the point in being on that platform? If you're literally just copying and pasting the exact same content between platforms, then I hate to say this, but you should be tweaking the content between your platforms. For me, I like to add a link in if they're going over to Facebook because there's clickable links allowed on Facebook. However, if it's over on the gram, the call to action will be tap the link in the bio to purchase now or whatever call to action I'm adding in. So it's really, really important to be mindful of the content that you're providing and to make sure that you're tailoring it to the platform in which you're providing it to as well. Once you've worked out where you want to show up, where your audience want you to be, then we can start diving into a little bit further as to the type of content that we want to create. So there's a whole bunch of different types of content that we can be creating. So we're not just limited anymore to just like an image or just text only. We have access to so many different content types. So on Instagram alone, there is your carousels, there's your static images, there's also your lives that you can do from within your stories. There's also the stories, but then you also have reels as well as normal videos that can go for up to an hour long. Amazing, right? So it's really, really handy to start thinking about the type of content that you want to be creating as well. So if you've already done that first little step or you had already previously done it, this is your task for this episode. I want you to sit down and work out the type of content that you want to create And I really want you to make sure and ask yourself, do I like creating this type of content? Does my audience engage with this content? And is it going to hit the objective that I set way back in episode two and three? So the reason why I'm getting you to ask yourself these three questions is because There is no point in you doing a reel if you hate doing reels. If you're like, I'm so not a dancer, I don't want to do a reel, then that's fine. But if you, on the other hand, love talking and can talk to the camera, then you can do a reel. Maybe just swap it out. Like, do you use a voiceover instead? Or do you potentially just talk straight to the camera like you would in in, an IG live? So think about it from that perspective. So just because you might hate or dislike an aspect of what that content type is, doesn't mean that you necessarily can't tweak it and change it to suit your need as well. So some of the main content types that I highly suggest that you think about and look at would be Reels and TikToks because obviously video is where it's at. So these are amazing for massive reach. So the reason why I'm explaining to you what they benefit is because it will come back to those objectives that you want to set. Carousels, obviously you can use up to 10 posts. These, I find that while you can share these to Facebook, these look much better on Instagram with that beautiful swipe feature. 
Although with the changes that are happening to Instagram at the moment, and as I mentioned last week, they're not doing what they're meant to be doing in the new user experience. These are actually amazing for getting saves and shares, but they also hold like a superpower. So if, for example, it shows up in someone's feed and they don't engage with that first image that they're shown, Instagram will actually go and show them image number two or three in your carousel. I know, a bit tricky, hey? So that means that most carousel images should have a higher number of impressions than they do of reach. Then we've got our still images. So there's nothing wrong with sharing a still image and they still perform really, really well. One thing that I would be suggesting that you really look at doing is utilizing that whole space that you now have within Instagram, that 1080 by 1350 pixel size, just to really make sure that you're having access to all of that space while they're scrolling through. If you are thinking, oh, well, what size images do I need on a different platform? Well, it really just depends on where you're looking. So for example, if we're looking at Pinterest, we want them to be 1000 by 1500. LinkedIn happily take the same ratio of that 1080 by 1350 pixel size. So you shouldn't need to change images up too much, but it's just something really to keep in mind, particularly if you are creating and generating content for Pinterest for your pin sizes. And then one of the benefits of still images is that they're still very much save, share and engagement worthy. So don't feel like you can't post them because they're not going to do anything. They are still going to do so much. And honestly, you'd be silly if you're only concentrating on just reels. We want to make sure that everything that we're providing on our Instagram account is loved by everyone and that you are sharing and generating content that is meaningful and worthwhile not just for people who want to engage with reels because there are definitely some people who don't engage with reels at all. And then we obviously come up to videos itself. So these are on many different platforms and it would really depend on the platform as to how long it goes for. You can put up to an hour long on Instagram. YouTube doesn't have any time limit to my knowledge. You can do up to three minutes, sometimes 10 minutes on TikTok, my accounts that I manage on TikTok, I don't have access to 10 minutes over there, but I definitely do have access to the three minute long. But obviously if we are generating videos, we want to make sure that if we are creating anything that's longer than that 20 minute mark, that people are actually watching to the end. And if you have access to your insights, this is where it's going to be really beneficial and useful for you to actually check back over them and have a look and go, did people actually watch to the end? What was the percentage that dropped off? Because if you are creating content that is long form, that is 20 minutes or even more, and people are dropping off around the 10 minute mark, then that tells me that your content needs to be shorter because I think then you'll find a bigger reach. So again, video content is amazing and it definitely, definitely, definitely can be shared on so many different platforms and so many different platforms love it. But just keep in mind that you are analyzing the results that you're getting from those longer form videos. Then we obviously have our topography posts where a good old graphic is always amazing. What we want to do with these type of posts is we love making them an unpopular opinion almost or something that stands out and grabs the attention and draws that reader in. I love the stop scrolling posts. I do them quite often. 
But what we want to do is we want these to be shared and saved. So at the end of the day, these are the type of posts that they can contain information in the copy itself, or they can contain information on the post itself. It just really depends. And then obviously following on from the topography type posts, we've also got our meme based posts, which are fantastic. But if you are going to be sharing a meme to your accounts, I highly suggest that you make them on brand. So when I say make them on brand, you put them into your own branding aesthetic. So that way we make sure that it looks and represents you and your feed. And it's so much fun when you see one of your posts get shared. It happened to me on Friday. So the post was, I'm sorry if you get seven texts in a row from me saying something I could have said in one message. I am who I am. So this post itself did nothing on Instagram. Like nothing. Whereas on Facebook, two people shared the post and 680 people were reached from that one post. Whereas I normally average around, on Facebook, I average normally 100 to 150 people. Sometimes I get so low that it's like 30. But I find that meme-based content does exceptionally well over on Facebook. So keep that in mind. But by making it on brand, it means that if someone was to stumble upon it, they're like, who created this? And then they see your logo or they see your brand and they're like, oh, that's that's so-and-so. And they instantly know and have that connection. And then we also have articles which can be done on LinkedIn as well as Facebook. So on Facebook, you can use up to 63,000 characters in your post, which is a really nice article length. And if you're really, really clever and smart, then you can also make sure that you're formatting it correctly as well. So it's easier to read. Whereas on LinkedIn, you can create a specific article post, which you can then share and others hopefully will then share as well. And then we have text only posts, which is obviously main type of content over on Twitter, but you can definitely create text only posts over on Facebook, LinkedIn as well. And what I love doing on these type of posts is sometimes just including a link if that's my main aim. That way they have a direct, clear call to action without having to click another button to get to my bio or the about page or wherever else I need them to go. So they are the content types. At the end of this podcast, what I would love for you to do is to really sit down and work out what type of content you want to do and provide for your audience, what's going to be the most meaningful and engaging for you. And once you know that, I feel like it's going to make everything else so much easier for you. And obviously there's going to be ones that you're going to be like, oh, I really want to do text space, but I don't really want to be on Facebook or LinkedIn. Then maybe it's something that you need to think about. Maybe can you work that into a carousel post and make the carousel have all the information as opposed to creating a long form caption? Or do you use potentially a static image and use that longer form copy instead? Either way, 
If you loved this episode, I would totally love to hear about it over on socials. Feel free to DM me and let me know what you got out of this episode because I am dying to know how you are feeling about everything and if you feel more confident already about your content strategy. Now, obviously, this is not everything that you do within a content strategy. This is one bite-sized little bit of information. We'll be diving more into this very, very soon. I hope you love this episode. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe or follow depending on what platform you're on. And as always, I cannot wait to jump into your ears again and talk strategy to you a little bit more.